hosting for your tech life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want. all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening, thank you for downloading Your Tech Life is the name of the show. My name's Trevor Long. You can reach me on Twitter at Trevor Long. Uh, I may as well say Instagram as well. I'm doing so much of it. So many photos out of Las Vegas here. Uh, Instagram, I'm Trevor Long AU. Um, This is day, I don't know, is it minus one or zero? Uh, Yesterday was unveiled. It was Sunday. Today is Monday here in uh, Las Vegas and it's press day. Uh, Press day means every company gets an allotted time to announce things to the media. And I'll, uh, I'll tell you about Press Day shortly. Uh, a few products uh, that have come out of that and a few um, email press releases more, more um, easy to understand, quite frankly. Um, there's a bit of a war going on between big companies about world's biggest and does size matter? I don't know. Um, I wanted to break down the, the idea of what's real, what's fantasy and what's conceptual here at CES. Uh, so I'll do that shortly. Um, really interesting stuff coming out of LG, uh, TCL, Hisense, Epson, um, Huawei, uh, and one of the f- funniest, frankly. I mean, I, I feel sorry for the bloke, but one of the funniest things you've ever seen at a live press conference of this scale, uh, we actually had a, a Hollywood guest walk off stage. Oh, flabbergasting stuff. But... Uh, I'll t- tell you more about that shortly. You're listening to Your Tech Life, and it's all thanks to the good people at, uh, at Netgear, netgear.com.au, and Garmin, garmin.com.au, Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Systems. Uh, all the stuff you need uh, to keep you on track, whether you're on the course, golfing, cycling, uh, doesn't matter what it is, uh, Garmin, I've got you covered uh, at garmin.com.au. I'm going to mention this walkout first because it's pretty funny. Um, Michael Bay, who's the director of uh, Transformers, you know, makes pretty epic movies, um, was invited as a guest of Samsung today. Now, Samsung announcing new curved screens, big screens, immersive viewing, ultra high definition, all these different things. And uh, so why not get a, a Hollywood uh, you know, superstar, in this case a big director, out to tell us just how big or how important a good screen is. That's the kind of premise behind it. So he gets up and uh, he's on stage with the representative from Samsung and they're, they're talking about how he makes movies and how immersive they can be. And then he sort of stumbles and he says the text is all out. And then he just, he just goes, oh, I can't do this. And he walks off, says sorry, leaves the stage. What? Hello? <laughs> Michael Bay. You know... It's like a live interview. He couldn't ad-lib. So what happened was they have an auto-cue at every single one of these events. It's fully scripted. And they have an auto-cue, and the auto-cue failed. Um, the the bloke just couldn't ad-lib. Now, it's not like he's never done an interview before in his life, because in an interview, that's what you do. You ad-lib. You don't know what the next question is going to be. The guy from Samsung said, what do you think about the curve? And he goes, oh, it's... Oh. And he just left. Funniest thing you'll ever see. It really, really did crack me up. And there is, of course, video online of that, um, uh, shall we say, incident. Now, um, interesting times here in Las Vegas because both Samsung and LG have huge advertisements up. 
saying that they have the world's first curved ultra-high definition display. Uh, Again, people, you're out at the same time. So one of you, I guess, is first, but we'll never really know which one. In fact, you'd have to say LG because they officially announced it first. I mean, you know, no one's no one's first in this kind of game. So I, I give the win to LG because in their advertisement they say curved OLED seventy seven inch, and Samsung's is not OLED, and they haven't specified a size. Whereas Samsung just say world's first curved ultra high definition display. Well, that's not true. And this just this is an interesting battle because this is what's happening here especially here in Las Vegas, because it's, it's all a, it's a marketing war. They're trying to get time on the media, on the website, on the blogs, and all this kind of stuff. And uh, here we are talking about both of them launching this huge thing. So essentially, here's what they've launched. Um, and I don't have exact product codes and things, but you know, LG had curved displays. What they're doing is they're adding high, ultra-high definition to those. So that's better, better quality in those already beautiful displays. Uh, the price of the original displays has already come down about four grand. So if you're looking for a curved screen, not a bad time to shop. Um, but LG uh, have also announced a 105-inch curved display. This thing is basically a cinema in your home. It's 21 by 9 resolution. Uh, sorry, uh, aspect ratio, which is super widescreen, essentially. It's what you get in a cinema. So if you're playing a cinema-style Blu-ray, with the even on a widescreen, you get that top and box top and bottom letterboxing of black that won't happen on a 219 display well what did samsung announce a 105 inch curved display i mean it's like fed income they're reading each other's emails it's embarrassing it really is i just i pity them because we're not falling for it we're we, we, we can see that they're, they're innovating at the same pace. There's no problem with what they're doing. Everyone should just calm down. Anyway, curved screen this, curved screen that, ultra-high definition this, 4K that. Very exciting stuff. But I repeat what I said on the first podcast this week, just yesterday. 60,000 ultra-high definition displays were sold in a 40 million TV market in America last year. Can you imagine? Australia's a 2 or 3 million TV market. Can you imagine how many were sold there? Like 5,000, maybe. It's pretty appalling. So it's all this kind of uh, smoke and mirrors. That's what ultra-high definition and 4K smoke and mirrors. It's this um, really exciting thing we talk about. It's this really exciting thing to get you in the store, but in the end, most people aren't buying it. Most people are buying some other form of television technology. So while these are really exciting things... Um, they're not what most people are buying, but they will be available this year, and there's a whole range of them coming from both Samsung and LG. Which brings me on to my next, my next point, and this is to to try and um, really clarify um, what um, what this all means with these products. And I've decided there's three categories of products here at CES. There's real products, and these are products that uh, will be in stores this year. They, they almost all have a price set on them, and they almost all have a, a solid uh, user base ahead of them. So, um, you know, I'll talk about later the Huawei Ascend. It's, it's, not, it's not, not, a, not an iPhone killer, but it's a, certainly it's a real phone. It'll, real, it'll really be available. It's a real product. Um, you know, Samsung's 55-inch latest ultra-high-definition display is a real product. 
Um, Samsung, though, launched a thing called a bendable display. Now, this is pretty cool. It's a flat screen, but you press one button and the edges actually push out and curve in. In real time, it curves, it bends. Unbelievable, but very clearly careful attention to detail. One word next to the bendable display in the press release, the word concept. So I put that in the concept category. This is not something that is even projected to be sold at this point. It's it's um, it's a swing of an appendage, if you like. Um, it's the it's a way to say, look what we can do, and you haven't done. Now, the fantasy is the middle is the middle ground. So if it's not real, and it's not a concept, what is it? It's a fantasy. Most, oh, probably ninety percent of the of the curved displays are fantasy. Because they're twelve, thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars. A hundred and five inch curved television that's going to cost thirty or forty grand. That's a fantasy. It's a real product, but you're living in fantasy land if you can afford it. Now, yes, there are people who can and will, but it's a fantasy. So that's the they're the three product categories. And you might hear me mention those real, fantasy, or concept as I talk about different products, and that's what I mean. I mean it's a real product you may buy. It's a fantasy product you may want, or it's a concept product that we may see some derivative of in the years ahead. And that's a useful filter to put your products through as you read about them or hear about them uh, out of CES this week here in Las Vegas. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And we do it all each and every week. Thanks to the good people at Garmin. Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS Technologies. I can't wait to get on the show floor uh, tomorrow and, and check out exactly what they've got to offer. Uh, you know, obviously, we, we, we get products at a slightly different timing to the rest of the world sometimes and um, always good to see what's ahead in many cases. We're a small market, remember. 20 million people is not many compared to 300 million in America, and they're no longer the biggest tech spenders. China is. Um, but let's look at a, a, a Garmin product. The Nuvi 2557 uh, is a $169 recommended retail uh, GPS unit. Uh, it has the free lifetime maps and traffic. It has a five-inch five high-resolution display, uh, detailed maps of Australia and New Zealand. As I say, free lifetime updates, Garmin Real Directions, and um, free traffic updates. Now, Garmin Real Directions, I love. Um, the Nuvi 2557 redefines spoken turn-by-turn directions with Garmin Real Directions, easy-to-understand driving directions that guide you like a friend, using recognisable landmarks, buildings, maybe traffic lights. No more stress trying to read the street names. Garmin Real Directions tells you how to get there turn-by-turn. And uh, it's a really simple thing, and uh, the, it comes as a part of the comprehensive driving guidance that you'll both see and hear uh, active lane guidance uh, prompts you to drive through an exit or an interchange with confidence. Bird's eye junction view, um, you know, photo real junction view. Uh, th- there's so many features built into these maps uh, that'll blow your mind. Check them out. Whole range of products at garmin.com.au. Now, Hisense uh, is a TV company uh, in the Aussie market. They're fifth biggest overall in, in the world in terms of TV manufacturers. They're making billions of dollars. Uh, they were quite proud of that. Uh, I wouldn't mind some of that. Um, now, they are going to have a curved screen. So they're, all, all the little guys are following the middle guys anyway. 
are following. But the other thing they showed off was an Android operating system for their smart TVs. Now, what's interesting about this one is um, what they showed was really nice, but it's not coming to Australia. <laughs> Australia's going to get the poor cousin. Uh, and that's because of the content offering in the full feature-rich version. We don't have Netflix. We don't have Hulu. We don't have Amazon. We don't have just, uh, Comcast, all these different things. So they're going to give us a system that's um, nice, but uh, it's not quite what they revealed. So when you see and read different things about um, their their new Android operating system, just make sure you're checking an Aussie, uh, informed Aussie uh, perspective on that. I'm meeting with Hisense on Wednesday. I'll... Um, get uh, photos and details of their operating system and uh, bring that to you as we progress. Um, But, you know, big company doing very good things and uh, it's good to see the little guys taking on the big guys. And while we're talking middle of the road, uh, TCL, another massive company, and we're talking massive. This is not Kogan. I I mean, I, I love Kogan. They're great people, but they don't have billions of dollars. TCL has billions. They're selling TVs across Asia. Um, they've, again, got a curved screen. They've also got an OLED. I'll come back to that. But the one thing I'm going to check out tomorrow is their hologram. They have a TV screen which has three-dimensional projections coming out of it. And you can use an infrared pen to interact with it. You look at it through 3D glasses. If this looks anything like real, I, I may lose... I may lose it. This is this is fantasy world stuff that could be coming at some point, and that's what I mean by fantasy. So if they show me a screen that does holograms, yeah, but it's you know millions of dollars or um you know that it hasn't been perfected, there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that in five years we'll have some sort of hologramistic, hologramistic, if that's a word which is not technology in our lives. Very, very interesting, and that's from TCL. Yeah, and there's details and photos of that at eftm.com.au. And you can get in touch, by the way. Send me an email, eftm.com.au, anytime you like. Um, and I'm taking calls while I'm over here. I just haven't had time to grab any in the last couple of days. So if you do get in touch, I'm happy to take your calls while I'm here in Las Vegas. But the cool one from TCL, which I think I'm going to most, I'm going to make a beeline for when I meet with them later in the week, is OLED. Now, OLED is pretty much LG exclusive these at the moment. It's this super thin, beautiful thing they've put in their curved screens. Now, if TCL come out with a 55-inch flat-screen OLED, then they don't have the cost of technology around curve. But what could they price it at? And could this be the sleeper product of the year? A 55-inch flat-screen OLED. I I think it could be. So stay tuned for that one. Uh, I'll bring you more as we find out and as we kick through the week here at Las Vegas. Sometimes these press conferences are boring as bat do. Other times they're a bit of fun. And I've got to say, Huawei had a press co- press launch today and um, one of their senior uh, um, representatives had a great lot of fun showing off their product. Um, really relaxed and friendly approach. And let me tell you, they are, they are putting all their eggs in a basket of the Ascent, Huawei Ascend Mate 2. It's a 4G uh, phablet phone. So it's in a 6.1-inch uh, display. Um, and here's the thing. Two days battery life. 4,050 milliamp battery, two days with a, for an average user. Heavy user, 1.2 days, I think they said. Um, and here's the fun thing. 
if you've got a cable for it, you could charge someone else's phone. So it's got reverse charge. So if you've got a day and a half of battery life left and your mate's running out, you could plug it in and charge his iPhone or his Galaxy or his Huawei off your Huawei Ascend Mate 2. That's cool. It's a good-looking device. Um, They made a lot of big deal about how they have a huge screen to device ratio. I think it was 79%. Um, You know, the physical screen takes up as much of the space of the phone as they feel possible. And as I've said to you, and I wouldn't mind betting that percentage ratio is something that Apple will use, I think that's where Apple's going with the new iPhone. I think same size, bigger ratio of screen. So less edges, less wasted space around the edges. So very cool stuff. I will, um, I'll get some details of the Huawei Ascend Mate 2 up on the website shortly. Talking technology without the jargon. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, LG, as well as having this big debate about curved screens, a couple of products from LG, and then I'll wrap it up with something from Epson. Um, LG announced a thing. I'm not even going to worry about trying to remember the name of it, but it was like home chat, where you can text your phone, text your home. So you could text your home, say, hi. You'll say, hi. How you doing? You say, refrigerator. You'll say, yeah. You say, how many beers in the fridge? You'll say, oh, two beers. Uh... I mean, really, what? Um, let's say you got the, the slow cooker on or something. You, you ring up, text it. I'm going to be late. 30 minutes. Okay, I'll delay the, uh, the oven for you. I'll preheat the oven for when you get back. Oh, okay, you're going to be late. I'll, I'll put the dryer on so you close it. I mean, what? Text messaging your home? I, I think it's cool, but I think an app would be better. They, they go on about how there's too many apps for all these things. Well, just make one. Make, like I've now got the air conditioner and the Wemo, so I've got I've got some cool remote control for my home. Now, what I would like is that was one app. It's not the end of the world, though. But I mean, they've been banging on for years about the connected home, the connected um, appliances, you know, internet, fridge, all that kind of stuff. We're a long way off it. I'm sorry, a long way off it. And um, we keep seeing announcements about it. I'm not sure it's um it's real. I'm not sure it's actually going to happen because can you imagine the amount of devices in your home you'd have to replace to to make it possible to text your home and delay the washing? I can't imagine. Now the other thing LG announced was a fitness device called the LifeBand Touch. Uh, it's a flexible curved display that fits around your wrist, has an OLED display on it which you can touch and swipe to display uh, things like um, calorie count, step count. Um, uh, you know, the time, obviously, uh, who's calling you, uh, text messages you receive, it all syncs up with your LG phone. This is their entry into the wearable uh, wearable device, the, um, the, the fitness device category. Um, very interesting stuff. Um, it's called the LifeBand Touch Fitness Tracker. And just finally, LG also announced um, what we'd heard of and seen before, the LG G Flex, which is a flexible, curved smartphone. Again... They reckon voice quality is improved because it wraps around your face. I think it's a load of bull. Uh, and it's just because it looks good and they want to say they've done it. Now, the last thing I'll mention to you is uh, the Epson Maverio. Do you remember? Um, I did a, uh, did a story a while back. Uh, on my website, eftm.com.au, on the Epson Maveria. These these glasses that you put on, they're, they're full glasses, not like Google Glass. 
uh, that sits above kind of your head on one side. These are full glasses, and they project into the glass. They were huge things, really clumsy. Well, Epson have released the M, the, the BT200, the second version of these. They look very similar, but they're slimmed down, a little, lot easier on, on your head. Uh, the control is much improved. Um, and they're not trying to be Google Glass. They're not trying to have people walk around and take photos. They're just trying to create a new experience. Now, two examples of augmented reality for you, which I think are quite cool. Um, first one is a game. You, you're standing there, you put these on, you load up a game and you walk around your room and your house looking for um, things that you've got to shoot or, or chase or whatever it might be. It's a game. It's you know using augmented reality to game. Very cool stuff. And the other one is in modeling. 3D modeling, that is. Now, imagine you're putting together a really complicated piece of machinery. But imagine that the people that made the machinery had the augmented reality app to work with the Mavario. You load it up and it kind of superimposes the finished product on the you know broken product and you put pieces on bit by bit and it guides you through it step by step. Augmented reality. You will be hearing a lot more about that in the next three to five years. It's going to be huge. What you can do now with your mobile phone and augmented reality, just like in Plane Finder and seeing what planes are in the air, is cool. Nothing compared to what we're going to be able to do in the long term. So um, lots of exciting things to come there in the augmented reality space. All right, there's another 25-odd minutes uh, up our sleeves. Um, I'll churn out another one tomorrow after I've cruised the show floor for almost an entire day and found a whole bunch of cool products. Uh, which I'll bring to you tomorrow. Um, for, until then, you can follow me on Twitter, at Trevor Long. Uh, Instagram uh, pics will come through there as well. Uh, if you need to get in touch, just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.